0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the of Saints and Sinners podcast, episode 13. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Devin, and I bring to you, to bring scripture <laughs> today on this here, I guess you will be listening to this on Thursday, a brother who is not unknown to you, the congregation. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> Taking me
0: through it. <laughs> I'll read a little bit of his bio. You can follow along in your
1: pamphlets. Is this like when the preacher looks deep? <laughs> <laughs> when they read in the stuff and you look deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. i'm looking very deep right now
0: <laughs> right like they'd be, they be behind the the guy that's introducing them they yeah. be looking like they're praying right 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 <laughs> hands
1: folded yo
0: eyes bent down they just be rocking a little bit back and
1: forth but sudden i saw this video and it said this guy was in like a shoe store but he saw, there was like this big chair and uh-huh. it was like oh all the church kids know it's like you know when a preacher comes in and they kneel and pray oh yeah like yo those little nuances are so dumb and i almost wonder if they be praying like it's just something to do it's so interesting they just
0: kneel down because
1: here's the thing or at least i know at at our
0: church um they pray in the office before they even walk out so yeah
1: (laughs) right right.
0: (laughs) wow i remember that at like a whole prayer, <laughs> a whole prayer. Like I've read the scriptures. Um, oh no, I've I've even had to do like you know all the stuff pre um, clergy walking in. So all that stuff they like pray with you before you even go up there and start you know I guess quote unquote ministering. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, no, no, that I've always found that interesting, like. You remember when the choirs used to walk in and you'd be like mad hype? Yeah. They'd be playing like that that really good, just like intro song, mm-hmm. especially if mm-hmm. it was something modern. They gave you like a Kirk Franklin or a Fred yeah. Hammond. Yeah. At that yeah. time, you'd be like, Oh yeah, it's about to go down. They don't yeah. do that no more.
1: No, those are the things I'm gonna miss. Yeah. You know. But like yeah. I can't be walking, I can't
0: I can't see a choir walking in to sing Hill Song. Like, that's not hype. Nah, nah.
1: <laughs> Honestly. And, like, definitely modern churches, they're not even doing choirs like that. Yeah, no, no. No, like, I mean, it's just really not. Or, like, if they do, it's more like a an ensemble. Yeah. More yeah. like 15 or so, which I think is lit. I love small ensembles. Yeah, I think that's big.
0: fine. I think that's fine. I don't think you need 200 people in
1: the choir. No, no, no. Those days are over. Unless sure. it's, like, a special event, then I'm like, okay, it's lit, but no. Right. Nah, nah, nah.
0: I'm kind of done with that I always just thought it was funny like most of those choirs weren't associated with any one particular church it was just like mad random people from all over just put together in this group after they auditioned It'd be like the Mississippi Community Choir oh like, yeah yeah whole, yeah like, the whole state of Mississippi
1: oh god <laughs> oh man but yeah um, so I forgot what I was going to say uh, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to say something, but I forgot.
0: Well, everybody, welcome again. Um, so this has been a very interesting week. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, we'll start off with our Saint of the Week. Um, and we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge and give this to Senator John Lewis. Absolutely, um man! What a what a powerful man in this country. Yeah, like you know, it, it's crazy. We we focus so much on at least when we're younger, we focus so much on like Martin Luther King mm-hmm. and Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and you you know from a, on a at least on a very elementary basis when you're learning about like the civil rights movement and all that. When you're a child, all these figures get kind of looked over. Mm -hmm. And it's wild that we can like go to schools that are named after some of these guys and not know who they are. Definitely. You know, like, um, so for those of you who don't know, John Lewis was considered part of the big six of the civil rights uh, Mm -hmm. era. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I can only name a few of them offhand. I know there was Whitney Young. Who was the founder of the National Urban League? John Lewis, obviously, he was um, he was part of the student nonviolent um, coalition, I believe that was what it was called. Mm. Uh, but I know th- I know the the short for it was SNCC. That's what people called it. Yeah,
1: it's Whitney Young, Roy Wilkins, A. Philip Randolph, who we I think I learned about a little bit. John Lewis, of course, James yeah. Farmer, and of course, Dr. King.
0: Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew about James Farmer as well. And I, so um, A. Philip Randolph, the only reason why I knew that name is because there is a school here in Harlem yeah, yeah, named yeah. after him. But yeah, like, for yeah. a long, long time, I had no idea who he was. And that's horrible. Yeah. Like, that that just speaks so much to what they don't teach you in just like your regular school courses when you're even when you're talking about important movements like the civil rights movement, they've basically.
1: they gave yeah, us one
0: person. They, right. They dwindled it down to one person. Mm-hmm. And then you were basically, I mean, I don't want to say that John Lewis was the heart of the movement, but in terms of this being the civil rights movement being very much like pushed forward by young people, He was the youngest one of the big six who was Mm. and the youngest person to speak on at the March on Washington. So that Mm. that speaks to how important his presence and his his word was for people at the time, you know? Yeah. And it's like you barely learn about this guy. Well, you were going to say
1: something? Oh no, I was going to say it's amazing, like the amount of things we have to learn about. I won't you know, bash today, but other cultures. Main, one in particular, like we have to know their people and know this and that. We yeah. know many presidents, senators, and we just know all we like get drilled with that kind of stuff. But as we just said, when it comes to certain movements, we only know about a few, like a handful of people. Like we're back, you know, going a hundred years prior to civil rights, he about slavery, we learned Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman. You know, they just have the few. When right. there were many more, obviously. So, you know, I, it's, it, people really need to look at the education that they're giving children, especially in different communities, you know, like in a... I mean, communities are getting integrated now, but like, especially back in our day when communities were still inter, in, um, segregated. Kind of segregated um, yeah, in terms I mean, of like schools and stuff. Definitely. Right? I mean, yeah. when we were growing and up, Harlem was not... You didn't see white
0: people here. So I, anyway, I, I saw one white person, and this had to be in 1998. And I was looking at them on the train like,
1: Yeah, what are you
0: doing past 110th street? We always <laughs> used to talk about that like at ninety six, <laughs> it was a dub. Right. You knew you were getting a seat on That's that three? Right. Forget it. Ooh,
1: the train would PCs. clear out. Those were the, yeah, it was now amazing. I'm
0: standing the entire way and I'm like yeah. now they they go past you. It's like you wanna give me some real reparations,
1: you'll just get me your seat on your yeah. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> but uh so it's, I think it's amazing for someone like that who lived through such turbulent times yeah, and, and made it to modern day. Um, I think it's just remarkable. I mean, I wish in a parallel universe, I wish I could have known him and just even hear him talk about it. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. like he was a young guy. I guess he was born in '40s, So early 20s, you're in the middle of this life changing movement mm-hmm. that really started like a, a windmill of. Um, rights for African Americans in this country. It's amazing. Yeah, not just African Americans, just
0: people who weren't considered a part of the white majority um, were all impacted by it one way or another. Um, You know, because it wasn't just like they were saying, oh, you can no longer discriminate against African Americans. It was, no, you can't discriminate, discriminate against anybody. On the, on the basis of their race. So that included Asian Americans, you know, European Americans who weren't considered, like, I guess, like, proper whites. Because, you know, they all had to kind of go through the ringer of proving that they're like, white enough. Whether they've been German Americans, Irish Americans, right, you know, right. they all kind of had to go through that. But eventually, they just all get simulated. But
1: yeah, that, and that's interesting because the Irish, I won't say they were the ones that um, explored, that came over to America in the 1500s, but they definitely had uh, landowners and slave owners. So I don't know why they had to go through the ringer. But I, I do agree. There were definitely different sects of whites, even in their own race, yeah. which is very
0: interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, there was a point where they were like, no Italian American, no, yeah. no Italians, no nothing, right? And like, all of those groups of people, they've now. Successfully integrated into just being like white Americans. And like, no matter what, you know, they, if you tell, if you come up to me and say that you're Irish American, I'm going to be like, okay, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And most of them probably don't have any real connection to Ireland. And they're like, the breadth of their knowledge of Ireland Mm -hmm. is, oh, my parents, my. I don't know. My grandparents or my great grandparents—they immigrated over here. I know that there's a huge, there's a, there's a drinking culture there, and it's about it. And is, and that they're Catholic. But like, if you ask them to tell them about, you know, what's the political history over there, like all this stuff, they wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's crazy because. And, and why that's different for, like, African-Americans because we didn't choose to come here. Yeah. <laughs> we were stolen, you know? So, anyways, you know, um, what was I about to say? Oh, so I always wondered, like, how do you think he felt about his own legacy and just kind of, like, where we are today in the world?
1: Um, as I always say, things are progressing, even though they're not moving as fast as they should. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a far cry from Jim Crow, even though I think he was a little bit after that. Well, you still see the effects of it. No, you no, was think, definitely alive during Jim Crow.
0: But. Yeah. I,
1: okay. Yeah. Because I got to look at the, the real time period of that. But yeah. So I think it's like I said, we're still a far cry from what was there's obviously so much more to do. Yeah. But I think if if you're 80 years old and you're looking over sirens, you hear that? yeah hmm Ah, jeez. Okay. Anyway, it's too hot to close the window. But um good. Um you know if you're looking back over an 80 year period, you could I I would hope you definitely saw that your fight uh definitely made a difference and you see um the ra- the race cuz you should be focused on the the progress of your race but yeah. just community as a whole has gone forward a few dips back but you know yeah. definitely way better than what was and and that's why i always say like you have to just look through the progression of how it all went down you know between they say 1619 is when slaves first came mm-hmm. look at that and look at today i mean it's just you can't you can't say there's no progress so i think yeah. it's it's definitely like um 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 inspiring yeah. to look for, to look forward to see that change will come absolutely absolutely and i think i think
0: if i were him and obviously yeah, i'm speaking for a man who's seen who's really seen like real dramatic changes in this country i mean this is a man who was probably probably born to like sharecroppers um hmm you know, his parents probably, I don't, well, I don't, I won't speak to what his parents were or were not, whether or not they were educated, but, you know, he went to to an HBCU because um, he went to Fisk University. Mm-hmm. You know, this man walked hand in hand with Dr. King, lived through Dr. King's assassination, lived through Malcolm X's assassination. And while they probably weren't that tight, I'm sure he recognized how, how, like, significant that was in its own time Mm -hmm. you know got to see the first black american president yeah you know but then at at the culmination of his life he's got to deal with a donald trump Yeah, yeah and and still some of the things that that they were really talking about you know in terms of like murder the murder of black americans and disenfranchisement of black americans whether it be you know cia pumping drugs into our communities to, fun- to fund contra wars or redlining like those were still things that like they were dealing with even back in the 60s right so that's why i, I would love to know like what his take is on how things have progressed like where where did he feel like we had the most improvement and one of the things that he was just like, I wish these things had changed just as quickly as well. Mm. Um I mean obviously we won't we won't know. Um but yeah man what a powerful man uh
1: and my good and faithful servant. Yeah. As they say. I well before we move on, I definitely want to say I think what he would say Just on a social level, just like just integration, the way we can just walk anywhere and be amongst whites, and it's usually not a problem unless someone's just being a dick. Right. It. It's that's that in itself. Because growing up in the fifties and sixties, you had the colored water fountains, the colored bathrooms. Mm -hmm. You couldn't go through the front entrance of a restaurant. You had to go to like the back shack yeah you know like just just those kind of um changes maybe small like they're not like legal or you know with do- not doctrine that's so churchy um <laughs> um um whatever but like just th- those social changes are just great i mean th- the things we can do now that we are used to they definitely could not do, so I definitely am grateful for that sacrifice and the stuff that people had to go through
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um Rest in peace Senator John Lewis, activist. Uh yeah, great man. Uh, let me see. Oh, nice. We got through that, and we don't even have to take a break yet. Yeah. Well, on to the centers. Wait, wait, Mr Oh, Nye. oh that's right. We're actually going to give a, a uh an honorable mention thing to to Bill Nye the science mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Because that video that he posted today had me rolling.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: It, it, you know, when I think about Bill Nye, I, I obviously remember watching him. He was on PBS, right? Yeah. I remember, like, watching him on PBS and, like, doing, like, you know, little science projects that, like, kids could participate in and learn in. And then, you know, at some point, obviously, you kind of grow out of that And also it felt like in terms of just like media presence, he wasn't really around for like a good like decade. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he just kind of came back to prominence, especially now that we're dealing with like uh, the environmental crisis, um, especially environmental crisis. But, you know, people uh, trying to create conspiracy theories around different sciences whether it be flat earthers and all this stuff it, it seems like the appropriate time for Bill Nye to step in but it's almost like he's stepping in very much not just to like disprove people on science but also to change people's like way of, of thinking about social issues mm-hmm. and, and I guess both of them they're kind of one and the same right Mm-hmm. But today's video, he basically broke down how how the sun impacts the amount of melanin in your skin. And what he was saying is that, like, so he has this map, and it's like a heat map. So the closer you are to the equator, that's where you had, like, your reds and your purples. And then the further away, it kind of went to, like, you know, your yellows, your oranges, then yellows and greens, right? And he was saying, like, yeah. So the closer you are to the equator, the more impact you'll get from the sun. And the sun is going to, because of the amount of UV rays that's hitting your skin, you're going to create more vitamin D, which is going to break down sulfates in your skin, which is going to make you darker. And over time, as people have moved out of Africa, because that's where we're all from, and I was like, I was like oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Did, did he just drop? He dropped a gem that most people should know but don't acknowledge. <laughs> like he's so like he dropped that gem, and then he was like, he's just like, yeah. He he pulls down the map, the heat map, but then he has this other map of the world that's there, and it's more like it starts in. If you look at Africa, Africa's like this very dark brown. And then, as you get like further away from the equator, north or south, the the shade of it starts to to lighten up. So you're saying like the further away you're you are from the equator, the less amount of UV rays are going to hit you, and the less amount of vitamin D that's going to be in your skin. So yes, you'll be you'll look different than someone who's in Africa, but we're all the same species. Only problem is. Not everyone's getting the fair shake. And he, like, picks up these pills that he had on his desk. I think they were vitamin D pills. And he just starts shaking them. (laughs) Mm. Puts them away. And he's just like, this is the time for change. And I was just like, look at Bill Nye just coming through with the knowledge and the social impact message. Like, I just wanted to acknowledge him and say thank you for... For being prominent in my childhood and also having a second act in my adulthood and yeah. still
1: being true to the facts yeah that's such a monumental um message that he shared today because a lot of people just say stupid stuff like like a lot of races like go back to or like go back to africa it's like don't you realize that's where civilization has began started st- like literally like People cannot get that in their heads. So I mean, I'm glad that he said it. Everybody's not going to believe it, but it is a fact. It's a known fact. I won't drag it out, but that's just something that is known and it has been proven. If you can't believe what Bill Nye
0: tells you, I have no hope for you. Like that man was part of our child. If you're in your 30s and you can't and you don't believe what Bill Nye is telling you. It's a wrap for you. I don't. I can't believe anything you say. So, but thank you, Bill Nye. You get a an honorable saint mention here from us. So, moving on to our sinner slash sinners of the week. First up, we want Tory Lane's to come to the altar and let us lay hands on you. Not physically, just. So Tory Lanes was out in Beverly Hills last weekend and we started getting all of these reports that he's with Megan and like they were on Insta live together so like you see them at like a pool party or whatever and later on in the evening we get these reports that you know Tory Lanes was arrested for having a gun in Beverly Hills you know like kind of like regular stupid rapper Stuff. Mm-hmm. then you also start getting reports that that meg the stallion is in the hospital for for cuts on her feet and i was just kind of like you need to go to the hospital for having cuts on your feet like, like all right whatever mm-hmm. and then the next day it comes out that no meg the stallion was actually shot mm. And Tory Lanez was the only person, or he was a suspect at the time. So then you start getting, like, people who are, I guess, kind of like in Megan's camp saying, like, like, yeah, you know, I was there. But I think one girl said, yeah, I was there, but I wasn't the one with the gun. And it was just like, okay, that's a little cryptic. Mm Mm-hmm then megan comes out with her own statement she's just like yeah i just want i just want to clear it up that i was shot last night and it was (laughs) done uh with intention to cause harm to me and i was just like "Tory lanes please do not tell me that you actually shot probably the most popular artist one of the most popular artists on the planet Right now, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like you can't turn on, you can't go to a party, you can't turn on Instagram, TikTok, whatever social media platform you want without hearing one of her songs. So now he's in custody. I think I, I believe that was the last report that I read is that he was in in custody. Um, but forget all this stuff about them being who they are. We need to talk about how black men are really a danger to black women Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry did a reason come out to why he shot her no we don't know yet because I think it's an ongoing investigation Mm -hmm. so I was listening to another podcast and they were kind of like making jokes about it but you know the only reason the only thing I can think of or the only two reasons I can think of is that he felt he prob- she probably wasn't planning on going home with him, or they were in some sort of disagreement. Something happened within that night in which he felt that she was probably disrespecting him. Mm-hmm. And that gun came out and he shot her deliberately. I don't think it was like oh, I was just playing around with the gun. I think he did it deliberately. Um, and it's crazy because, like, you would think both of these people will, would have, very like, a lot of respect for each other given where they are in their careers. Because there's still... I mean, Meg's just starting out. tori has been out now maybe about three or, three or more years. About I five. Yeah. So, like... You know, first of all, they're not even supposed to be out. It's y'all supposed to be quarantining. Like (laughs) how'd you guys even get outside like this? You know, and so anyways, you know, like I was saying, I think there's a serious issue now that I think this kind of expounds it or exasperates it, that there is a serious situation between the way black men treat black women in which black women's actual lives are in danger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where I got so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just so curious as to know why a gun went off on this young lady. Like, she's she's young, she's 25 years old. You know, she has a life ahead of her. You're a black man. I think we should just be doing everything to have black women because they are part of us uh, in our best interest and i just i guess I, I can't know anymore i can't say anymore until i know what really happened but he definitely shouldn't have there should be no gun shooting at her i know that yeah. I, whatever whatever the conflict whatever the issue it's just no reason a gun went off on her body because that could have been her life and then yeah. that would have been another one exactly you know, and you know i don't know if it's gonna mess up her foot or like it was gonna affect her career but like i mean it won't be much twerking for the next couple of months probably yeah (laughs) i mean but like
0: that that just could have went another way she could have been dead yeah and like that's the i think that's kind of like the scary part about it like i saw 50 cent like he was kind of making these very crude jokes about it on instagram and and i'm just kind of like i'm like wow like Like, I knew that there was an issue with how the world looks at Black women, but, you know, I think this is taking it, this is now putting it kind of like to the forefront, and it's something that we as a community do need to deal with in terms of just like, where's this this stemming from, that we don't see Black women as worthy of protection and respect. 'Cause I felt like I mean Malcolm X would Malcolm X straight up said it that, you know, black women are the most disrespected women in America. If not in America, Absolutely. In the
1: world, you know Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well the well, black women have to deal with black men's stuff. So black men have to go into the world, especially like I guess back in Malcolm's ex's day, mm-hmm. you have to deal with the crap of the world, you have to deal with the white man, you have to do with white white people in general looking down on you, treating you like dirt. But then who's black men are still in society when you look at society they're still on top of black women because if you live in a patriarchal society the man just has um is it prevalence the word but like they're just on top of women same thing with white people white men it's just men over women yeah they just have more privileges yeah so when you go into your community or you go into your home the black man rules that house so he can pretty much treat he can abuse the black woman and the Black woman really has no one to be over except, I guess, children, maybe. But, yeah, in terms of society speaking, the Black woman is the most disrespected. because then they have to deal with Black men treating them like whatever. Right, right. But we got to change that. Like, I
0: I hear, you know, like, I remember, like, back maybe a couple of years ago, you remember there was that video with the girl. She was walking around. She was in Harlem, specifically, and, like, all those Black guys were, like, catcalling her and all that stuff. Not to say white people don't do this i'm white men do this as well um mm-hmm. disrespecting women but like i don't want to say that it's i'll just speak for for the black community we we as black men have a tendency to feel like black women's progress is almost a hindrance to to us and the irony of that is is like when black women progress, I feel like black men benefit from a lot of that stuff that they get done. You know, if it wasn't for, you know, um, Rosa Parks saying like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put my life on the line and sit down on this bus. And there was, Mm -hmm. there were some other people even before her that successfully um, sued their local, um, their local governments over stuff like that. Black women mostly but you know if it wasn't for black women keeping up homes while black men were out there just doing whatever um, you know where, where would our communities be without them mm-hmm. and it seems like we've really lost track of that um, and so I really hope that somebody or no I won't say somebody I really hope that we as black men start to examine ourselves and how we, we are going to start doing better by black women. Whether well, that means yeah. like checking our own friends, checking ourselves on the way that we think and talk about black women, um, you know, even, even in just knowing what are their struggles and how we could support them better. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's just a mighty step. And just being vulnerable enough to be like, you know what, there is an issue, and I, but I want to help be the solution to it. Because I feel like we get very... Defend, or no, I'm not going to say we, because I'm acknowledging that there is an issue. There are a lot of Black men who don't even acknowledge that there's an issue. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, and, and it's crazy to be so blind to it it's literally right in your face like if you love black women then you know that there's there are things going on in our communities that have disenfranchised them that have um caused them harm and it's not right to to let it escalate to a point where a woman who is a major artist is getting shot at by someone else who is also a major artist. This is like, this is almost as bad as um, Ike and Tina. <laughs> <laughs> like, well,
1: without the long history of it. Yes, but yes. Well, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and it's crazy because like a lot of this stuff, a lot of their relationship from what we've seen has started over quarantine. Like he, she was on his quarantine radio. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It looked like they were having a great time with each other, you know, they be on each other's Instagram. So it's kind of looks like, okay, they're just supporting each other. Great. How is it in a matter of five months you shooting that You shot this girl? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, how did it even get there? You know, how did you from Canada, how did you even get into the country? <laughs> like, my man crossed the border was just like you know what I'm gonna bring a gun with me too he probably is gonna get deported I think you think so? yeah I think so there's no way that unless he has an American passport and citizenship which I don't think he has I think they'll probably ship him right back yeah especially if he gets convicted Mm mhm yeah but um, so that's our one center of the week would you like to introduce the other?
1: He needs no introduction. <laughs> nah. um, so it's Mr. West, presidential Mr. West, candidate, Mr.
0: West.
1: our future president. Um, oh God, it's in November. Jesus, it's been four years. Yep. Um, one long so, four-year nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, he had a presidential rally this weekend. I want to say maybe Sunday it was. Yeah. So let's get into what do you want to talk about Harriet Tubman or the, the abortion first? Well, we can talk about it,
0: whichever one you like. Let's do the. All right. Well, let's do in 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 theme with Black women and. Oh, um, yes. Legacy, absolutely. legacy in the. In legacy. The,
1: Good. Let's go talk ahead. about
0: Harriet Tubman
1: first. Go ahead. Okay. This man, if anyone who didn't see it, he had a rally and he said. Um, Harriet Tubman did not free slaves. She led them to work for other whites. Or led them... He said work for um, I don't think he said to be enslaved. So, I just think this dude... Needs help? Well, yes. That's definite. I think this dude needs to stop just blurting things out. It, I think It's clear that like, he doesn't come up with, like, complete thoughts. Yeah. Because... There's a reason he may be saying... I mean, obviously, it's, some of it is publicity. But it's like, if you're going to say something like that, I want to know your entire thought process. There's a reason... like It goes back to when he said slavery was a choice. Like, I want to know why you're saying that. And you're, if you say you're a grown man, you're an intelligent man, you're always calling yourself a genius, you, you know, you all it is, Communi- communicate a complete thought. right? Because I, I want to know why you're saying something like that. Because some people are kind of like defending it online and obviously the, the masses are like please shut the hell up of course so you know people are saying in terms of the defense of it and or, or like let's hear more they're saying well why she did while she did free them like she took them away from slavery they in, they encountered other things as they got to the north because like when you get to the north you're not, it's like okay we good like you go. with You there's still racist There was still racism in the north. Right. Uh, lack of opportunity, and you 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 probably found yourself in a non-desirable position, in terms of white people. So if that's what he was saying, I'd rather you say that. But that's that's still no reason to turn or like to take down what she did.
0: Yeah. You could. Yeah. The, the,
1: the fact of the matter is, that woman
0: risked her life to many go. times. <laughs> not just freeing herself but freeing other people to get them out of the south where they were in literal bondage right if you tell me hey so this white person over here they're going to make you work and they're going to make you work hard long hours but you're not going to get paid uh you may get married but your wife may also be subject to rape You're never going to be able to raise your own family because your family actually doesn't belong to you. And then there's this other white guy. You'll probably work some very menial jobs. It'll be hard work, but they'll pay you. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to support yourself, possibly even a family. I'm picking the white guy who's going to pay me every time. Like... It's not but at least you
1: have a shot at dignity, at least you have a shot. It's not even that hard of a concept. slavery,
0: yeah. no wages, forced labor, illegal it's a it's a crime against humanity working for wages it's an exchange for time for finances so that you can do whatever you whatever you want with the money it's 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 not that hard of a concept, but continue he he's
1: some- somewhere that thought is not getting processed in his mind and my thing is like why are you even bringing that up like that that's not why is that a topic point for you what are you trying to say you know and this kind of goes that's what we were just saying like you're tarnished now you're tarnishing the legacy of a black woman who you didn't know (laughs) and you like you're like 200 not 200 but you're like over 100 years 150 years you don't even know that woman she's done more than you'll ever do really like no one's taking away your contributions to popular culture and obviously you become part of the global brand of the Kardashian West whatever what have you but you will never even come close to the change that she brought mentally and physically yeah, you, you you're just never close to that you'll never come close to that legacy yeah. so why are you even bringing that up why are you tarnishing a black woman who chose like you said risk her life to advance people to give them a, a shot at life it's like if you're a president why are you even bringing it's like why is that even a topic for you so that was that. Yeah, it's weird that he brought that up at what he claimed to
0: be uh, a presidential rally, right? Like, you're running for, for office and your first and one of your highlight points is Harriet Tubman didn't even really free the slaves. Like, <laughs> if you thought that was going to get you the black vote or the liberal white vote or whoever you're going for, I don't even know if he necessarily has a target audience.
1: Mm-hmm. but that wasn't it. So so that was fail number 1. Then he I guess I didn't I, was, I don't know how he got into this, but I guess he was talking about abortion, yeah. his stance on it and you know, I, I listen, I get it. It's a it's an, it, I think it just depends on person to person whether you agree with taking a, a life that has not been born yet. That's just, uh, it's just one of those things. But then he, I think what he really just went off when he talked about his daughter and he was, and then the way his voice sounded when he was crying, it was just like, dude, you need help, man. Oh, it was horrible. Like when he, like, first of all, if you want to share that, that's something you should tell, discuss with your wife. If you're going to even make that public knowledge, then obviously the girl does not know. Maybe they never even want to tell their daughter that that was a decision. A, 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 like, you don't have to know every single thing about what your parents went through to have you before they had you, whatever, you know, any of that stuff. You, you're not always going to know those things. So now this girl has to grow up. This video ain't going nowhere. This ain't. 1850 like these videos stay out like videos <laughs> now video they in stay <laughs> out well like like 1950 whatever like videos now they stay out that's gonna be here forever yeah so now she yeah. has to grow up and actually hear that they were gonna possibly abort her yeah. and it's just like dude like what? what's your what's your reason of logic like what I don't know like why didn't he just talk to his wife say listen that's something you you go to your wife and say listen, I may want to discuss that as a point of of abortion. No, you just went and did it. Right, right.
0: But here's the thing. He's not clearly he's not thinking it's funny, I want to say clearly again. He's not thinking rationally about Mm -hmm. how he presents his thoughts. And what I hate hearing him say is, oh, I'm a genius. I have an IQ of this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, there have been millions of geniuses in this world to have existed. And most of them have been able to put their thoughts in some sort of like like sequential order that makes sense for the rest of us. Um, Whether that be mathematics, philosophy, whatever they put it down somewhere so that they so that when we read it we can understand what your thought process is he is not uh-huh. doing that his rants usually he'll put in some random kind of like historical context and then somehow he brings it back to himself and his own private ventures uh-huh. like I think one, one of the clips they were asking him about his stance on gun violence because, you know, being from Chicago, clearly there's an issue, not even just being from Chicago, but being a a citizen of the United States, you know that there have been multiple shootings, specifically at schools and at other public areas um, where innocent people have just been mowed down by random gunfire. Um, But then specifically in Chicago, you know, you have a lot of gang violence where it's leading to innocent lives being taken because of of random shootings. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they asked him this question about like, what is his stance on on it? His first remarks is like, well, you know, on my ranch, I can shoot as many rounds of ammunition as I want. And, you know, I think it's weird because I'm from Chicago. You know, I was talking to another billionaire and, like, you could just hear the groans in the crowd. It's just like, what is you shooting guns on your, on your huge ranch have to do with people getting shot at Walmart in, in Texas? What does that have mm-hmm. to do with people getting massacred in churches? You know, like, his thought process just isn't as you said complete and Mm -hmm. it's it, it, it makes me wonder if he's it makes me wonder if it's really a mental illness or if this is just him being an ass because at some point you know if you he's already acknowledged like oh i have like i have a mental illness well, why aren't you taking care of it? Yeah. Like, don't subject us to this thing that you're suffering from. If you, have, if you have all these resources, you got all these resources to get contracts with Gap. You got Anna Wintour telling you all this stuff about how, how fabulous your shoes are. You're talking about Adidas deals, all this stuff. So you got all this money and you can't deal with your mental health issues. So at some point, it's you just being an ass.
1: Um, Yeah, I want to go back to when... um, To me, there's a thing about when you self-proclaim things about yourself, it's just you're already off. Right. Like, when you... I mean, perfect example. I am the king Tywin Lannister said, anyone who has to say, I am the king, is no true king. Like, those, like, self-proclamations of, I am a genius, I'm this, I'm that, it just takes away from the genius that you actually may have. Right. Let us so be... claim you as that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, like, it, it's, it's more alluring if you really, in your mind, you don't know you are. It's like, oh, I'm just being normal. This is my normal, my creation. This is how I just create. And everybody's calling you brilliant." or a genius. But, like, you keep telling, totally, I'm I'm a cut above the rest. Like, dude, like, chill. First of all, that's a turn-off. Like, just as a person, that's a turn-off. You keep self-proclaiming how amazing you are. So, and to me, I don't want to... Let's say he was actual serious candidate. Mm-hmm. That's just... That, that's not a quality that I want to see in someone who's always speaking so highly of themselves. Uh, as far as the guns, again, I think it's just what was we about Terry Cruz. Like, it's like that privilege of, like, Artists, what do you say? Art, uh, celebrity privilege It's like. Why are you even bringing up your ranch mm-hmm. that no that the average person doesn't have? Right, right. By far, that's not that that's not a realistic life for for most people who who live in communities with violence. So I don't know why you're bringing up your guns and your your millions of dollars in ranch. First of all, I was going to say something, but yeah, that's definitely a thing. So. Yeah, um, and then and then
0: the last thing you saw any of his Twitter rants? Yeah, like that whole when thing I when, about when I saw the rants. Yeah. So what happened with that? Like, somebody was trying to get the kids on Playboy. No, I think he's having. I think he's basically relating it to whatever relationship he has with, Chris Jenner, because uh, you know, the story is like. I don't know. Somehow they found out about this tape with Kim and Ray J, right? And oh well, yeah, yeah. The tape, the tape, right? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like someone just randomly, you know, put it out, and they it was, was just like, oh, it's all over the place. Someone made money off of that, and they mm-hmm. did it through Chris Jenner. Like she said, okay, if you're going to if you're going to put it out we might as well make money off of this.
1: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
0: there's like, there was like a contract or supposedly I will say supposedly, cause I don't know the, the details like that. Supposedly there was right. a contract and that's why the video even went out. Ah, I see. And so Kanye is basically reducing his wife to being a, a porn star. And he's saying that that same thing will not happen to his children. So that's what he's basically doing, and that's why a lot of his rants on Twitter, he was mentioning he was adding Chris Jenner. Mm. So, but even then, it's just like that. It, even that felt nasty because I'm just like, why are you sexualizing children?
1: Right, right.
0: Your daughter can't be no more than
1: eight years old. This is the, th- and this is how I feel, Kim was a grown woman when she had sex with Rachel. Grown. So, so, so forget the tape. When she engaged with him, um, I guess she was tw- in her early, early 20s, before she was even really a name. Right. Um, if the mother went through that contract stuff with the tape, I'm pretty sure she consulted her daughter before releasing it.
0: Right. Like, you can't use Kim's image without her... Her and Ray on. J. Yeah. Like, they, th-
1: they were all yeah. in on it. You and know? those are grown adults at the time. So, and yes, they did what they did with it. And they made, you know, such a name for themselves because of that tape. But North is like seven or eight, seven, whatever. Like, how... First of all, you won't even have to because you're her father. If you stop being a dumb dick and actually create some great music... She won't ever have to do anything like that. Exactly. Kim Kardashian, tape aside, she is a well-known model, philanthropist, television star, all of that stuff. North and the other kids, they will never have to result to do anything like that.
0: And guess what? Even if they did, they'd be well within their rights to do so.
1: As an as As when they become adults. As an adult.
0: And the other what what also makes what also, like, weirds me out about this is I specifically remember when the rumors were going around that, like, Kanye may be, like, trying to wiggle his way in between um, Kim and whoever the guy was from the NBA that she was married to at the time. Do you remember that? Like, she was already married to someone before he became got mm-hmm. guy into the picture. yeah, yeah. There was yeah. something... I don't know if it was an interview, but I remember there being a rumor that he said he watched her tapes all the time. Or her tape, I'll say her tape. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like, like who are you to then go back and be, like, try and, like, shame your wife about this thing that she did long before she even knew who you were? Like, come on, man. You, You gotta you got to relax with this stuff and just get the help that you need for, for all of us. Cause I'm tired of hearing these rants. Like, yeah, like I can't even, it's hard for me to go back and even listen to early Kanye West music because it makes me disappointed to know like where he is now.
1: Yeah. You know, um, so I don't know that that's just just to go back on some old stuff. It's amazing when he did the whole. Um, remember his famous. I, mean, this, I think this is when he first started going off. Like George Bush doesn't like black people. Yeah, yeah. But look who you're dealing with now. Yeah. Look whose side you're on now. You're just, uh,
0: Bruh. Yeah, it's a complete 180. Like.
1: And everybody's my oh his mom died he's losing I just know like I don't believe that. at some I just... point
0: at some point like, i i I totally feel for people who have lost a parent, but there are people who have lost parents, people have been losing their parents ever since the beginning of time because yeah. that's just the cycle of life it uh, this is probably gonna be the the worst thing I say on here i hate is a strong word. Mm-hmm. I am always in disbelief when people say about, like, a parent passing away, or a grandparent passing away, when they say, like, oh, I never imagined this day would come, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. 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 do you know how life works? Yeah, Especially if you're an adult, like, I get it, you know, you want your, you never want to see anyone die, I'm not even saying that, but like, how could you not have imagined this
1: happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think some people just don't want to deal with reality. It's like, and I won't speak specifically. I just know, like, some people don't like to talk about, like, like some parents, especially with a grown child, they don't want to talk about, like, what's going to happen when they die.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like what's like what's to be in place? What's what are you going to be left? Um, I'll leave it at that. I just know that dealing with that reality is very. I, you know, I guess, hard for people. Absolutely.
0: It's it's hard conversations
1: to have, but
0: at some point also, you have to miss, like Kanye, you have a family now. You have children of your own. We can't keep defending you about your mom passing away, and you need to be stable for these three kids that you have. Yeah. Like, at some point, you've got to move on and deal with that fact if if that's even the reason why he's like this that mm-hmm. a lot of people say that, but I just can't i can't believe that someone who lost their parent it's had to it's had to be seven years now right yeah, more more than more, that more so more than seven years ago, you're still mourning that in like I don't know
1: in, in this unhealthy way
0: in, yeah in such an unhealthy way it's one thing to be like I miss them people miss their parents all the time mm-hmm. understood people sometimes you think about them cry that they're not there understood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then to disparage Harriet Tubman to talk <sighs> about how you possibly almost aborted
1: your daughter
0: you know and, and your wife isn't, probably isn't even in on the fact that you're going to say that.
1: Yeah, and that's such personal information. Horrible. Horrible. That's, su- that's so... Per- especially with such a controversial topic such as that. Yeah. And now everyone knows that she considered killing her first kid.
0: And the thing is, I don't even want to say that she... I don't even want to say it like that. Because the thing is, if she wasn't... If she wasn't ready to have a child... Or maybe she just didn't want to have your child because what if she, maybe she already knew you were crazy like this and it just wouldn't have been a healthy environment to even bring up a child in. If she wanted to have the abortion, that's her choice. She has the legal right in California to do so. Um, so, you know, and, and that I meant I mean, like she didn't
1: want anybody knowing.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a private matter that's the thing that's the other thing about it it's a private matter and i i just don't want us to frame it as she was killing her child (laughs) because
1: i don't think i mean that's that's that's, you believe life starts at in the womb i don't believe conscious life start well even when you're born you're not i mean you are conscious but you don't have a memory yeah but i mean i think that's like the pre-section of life That's the whole I mean life I do believe I
0: personally believe life starts in the womb, but I don't think that that life supersedes the carrier of the life until that baby is born. And even then people have the option not to take care of their kids. Even when they're born. Even when they're born. So like I'd much rather a child I I personally would rather see a parent takes the onus of knowing that like I can't bring a child into this world because it won't be a healthy situation for them you know whether whether whatever's going on in your life uh, if you can't take care of a child, don't burden that child with that
1: with them yeah,
0: yeah 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 that's that's not something they should have to deal with because you you know if if you weren't ready. Emotionally, financially, or whatever it is, if you just knew that you weren't ready to have this child, and it's early on in your pregnancy, just get the abortion. Mm-hmm. There, there's no sin that God won't forgive. Even if, if you consider it a sin. I I don't even know if I necessarily consider it a sin. But, Oof. Oof. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the controversy. I'm throwing heat. Ah. I'm throwing heat out there. The controversy of it all. Nah, they'll never let me on the word network. <laughs> the controversy. We're never, we're never gonna get on, on the Bible network.
1: <laughs> nah, because you know me. This stuff I won't even say on here. Right. We need to start
0: getting you to open up about your <laughs> about any controversies you're dealing with. I
1: mean, we you listen, we can we don't gotta talk about celebrities. <laughs> we, we can go saints and sinners of the Bible. Right. <laughs> Because cause I'll go through a, a quote-unquote center and be like, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, was Barabbas really that bad? I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, let, let, let's think about this. <laughs> like, let, let's walk through this. Yeah, you already know, man. It was like, I wait, would cut Barabbas through the was
0: BS. Was it It's like... was trying to get food back to his family. Yeah, like... Because he had no...
1: (laughs) I forgot what they call that, when you have a will to do evil. Like, there's a reason. Oh, my God. It's like, when you... Oh, I think I saw it on Frasier. It's like, when you steal... No, I saw it in the office. Uh, There was like, um, when you steal food to feed your starving family, is it ethical? So, like, stuff like that. I forgot what the term was, though. But listen, you know, we'll go there in a second. Right. But yeah, with this dude, I mean... Um, I think it goes down to mental illness. Um, I'm so glad that Blacks are talking about it now. Like, we're, we're, we're more open to discuss hey, why don't you go talk to someone? Unburden yourself. I don't think Black men are where they need to be on it, but I definitely see way more of a conversation about therapy, releasing past burdens. Um, and I think that's great. I love talking to people and exp- and getting, you know, opinions and advice because you know you can't bottle everything in. And if no. he needs meds, if he needs meds, then he needs meds, yo. Yeah. And then he was, oh, then he was like, oh, my wife is trying to lock me up. Like I'm in oh. get out. And I'm like, I'm like, nobody told you to marry. I'm not. And I, I don't think she's an evil person. I really don't. Nobody told you to have a baby and i mean we just talked about that situation but like even getting married or having more kids you had three more kids so now you're now you're trying to throw her under the bus for trying to possibly help you this is right uh, but you know that's what that you know i'm not a, I'm not a called, doctor that's good.
0: you know he called himself mandela he was like yeah like oh get, come on man Knock me up the way they did mandela and i was just like sir you are not a political prisoner you committed to a psych ward because yeah. you need help like right? and you refuse to get it and you are in endangerment to yourself and your family
1: yeah he's just he's he's crazy that's i mean <laughs> let's just knock it out he's nuts yeah, he's crazy and he's a narcissist like mandela like you're not even <laughs> and he thinks highly he thinks higher of himself than he is Mandela, like you'll never even be next to that level. You're not even going to breathe the same air as like you're never even going to, you're not even there. You're not yeah. there. You're yeah, not there. No. Like, huh. bro, this dude was a world renowned activist. Was he like the president of South Africa or something like that?
0: Yes. He, like, he's, he was a political prisoner underneath the apartheid system. Come on. And when he got out, they elected him as president of South Africa.
1: The best thing this dude has done is create a couple of good albums. Cause like they say the, the later ones were trash, but I know when he first came out, it was like it was like a revolution. He was amazing. And oh, he, yeah. And then you just created some whack clothes. I guess. Well, I guess the sneakers sell a lot, but like those clothes are trash. So you're not gonna be anything. Like on, I'm not saying he's not anything. That's wrong. But like um, these these people, you're talking down Nelson Mandela and Harriet Tubman. Those are world renowned historical figures that will be stamped in history forevermore yeah, yeah. and exactly. you will not ever be on that level
0: oh my mm-hmm. gosh i can't wait till his unsung comes out yeah you think he's gonna, <laughs> you think it's gonna be like that to me unsung is like no, he, no 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 i'm just joking oh but you know unsung they be talking about like the real dark stuff too they be like oh yeah they were like yeah but after about drugs yeah <laughs> I, that's what i'd be wa- waiting for with the with on songs like yo when are we getting to the drug part ruin their yeah. ruin their career <laughs> when are yeah. we getting to that part
1: i <laughs> wonder like what their home life is like now that i now that i'm thinking about it i wonder what that's like like do they have a great marriage like do they talk do they communicate because this dude is so, so wild like i can't even imagine him being like a community I keep trying to say this word. I don't know if it's a word yes, I keep saying like, is that a word? But anyway, I don't know if it is actually i, but... I keep I use that thing like nothing <laughs> <My God. laughs> I'm like yeah, is he communicative, <laughs> but no um does he communicate you know with the kids with her? I mean like what is is it a show marriage like what I wonder what their relationship really is I like don't...
0: I think he married her because Kanye West believes he is the best. Mm -hmm. And he believes he deserves the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think somewhere in his mind that the best thing he could get was Kim Kardashian for a slew of reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, Not one being, or one being that, you know, she is white and she probably Mm -hmm. is the most popular white woman in the world. Yeah, definitely. And so, I think that played a large role in in it. I'm sure they kind of run in the same circles. Um, And he wanting to get into fashion, I'm sure he was going to try and and use that as a launching pad.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You
0: know, because she's uh, like you said, she's a model. People look to her for fashion trends and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. So she has an inside line into that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how he managed to get his relationship with Anna Wintour and all those people mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they have a relationship with Kim Kardashian. Um. So yeah, I mean, I
1: I think, and I think at the time it made sense because he had such an, uh, I'll say eclectic, uh, musical approach. You know, he yeah. kind of had this avant-garde kind of, um look and approach to his style and yeah. then of course she like like we said at one point she was the highest um, sought after model at one point mm-hmm. and, you know they just had a whole and then they they were on the come up as a family it was just like one of those um oh god i always lose my words like oh, one like of those right
0: place right time
1: right place right time like i won't say i'm not gonna say arrange marriage like ah, like dynasties almost uh, like yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're yeah. creating a dynasty You have all these marriages like a power couple, like a thank you, thank you, God. I don't know where I was Mm -hmm. at with that. Definitely, power couple like this is going to be a thing, but that you know, you got to make with that. I I love power couples, but you just have to make sure that they are still the one because it won't last,
0: yeah. And I think a lot of it also is him trying to chase after Jay Z
1: definitely because,
0: yeah, and you know. I'm sure he had a love for music before he ever heard Jay-Z, but, you know, him being signed to Rockefeller when he was, like, that was major, because that's exactly when, kind of like Hov was starting to go into the whole thing about the Black Album. Mm-hmm. Like, he was making music for Hov before that, but I think it was around that time that he was, like, once Kanye star started to rise, that's when Hov was really going to, like, go into retirement for a little bit mm-hmm, become a mm-hmm. businessman mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know hove had rockefeller records he had rock aware
1: mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. oh know, sure sure sure
0: yeah like you know they're
1: so different they're, generation but like
0: same kind of concept sa- yeah exactly same kind of concept um you know he marries beyonce who i wouldn't even say at that time she, I don't know if she had the same clout at that time that she does now, mm-hmm. but you could definitely see that she was the one, she was the one, and it was just like this is a power couple in the making, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. can't see either one of them with any other person in the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I think Kanye very much idolizes Jay Z, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not. He, whether or not they're friends or not, I think that's someone he wants to emulate so bad
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that
0: he was going to do whatever it took to do so. It's just that whatever mental health issues are really plaguing him, yeah, is just it's like, it's, it's stopping him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I agree because um, like you said, B. I mean, honestly, she just she hit the gate running. So, yep. I mean, it's like even in the group, but then when she just came out with the crazy, it just, she just never missed.
0: Yeah. And
1: so yeah. when he married her, she was already in her stride. And she, and like he said, I got the baddest chick in the game wearing my chain. That was his yeah. line. And she was just, I think she'd only released one solo album at that point. So obviously she has progressed and she's obviously an icon at this point, but like I agree. So for Kanye, it was like I need the baddest chick, I guess in his mind, the baddest chick in the game on my side. And yeah. which which was Kim. The yeah. merit, the merit level was different. But she was yeah. I mean like the merit that with the talent level, like the, the contribution to society and culture <laughs> was different. <laughs> yeah. But she was definitely still the hottest. And I, she is pretty, but like she was the most talked about woman, I'll say. Yes, and in, yes, in, very in, much in so. society. And I think that was just that was another checkpoint for him. So, like in terms of emulating Hope, I think I definitely see the um, correlation there. Yep, absolutely. Um, sure. Well, we will be praying
0: for Tory Lanes and Kanye West. Uh, You'll be praying. I'm not really sure i don't know if i'm praying for Tory lanes I'm praying for meg the stallion yeah and i'm' Let, praying let's pray for, for the he- black woman i'm I'm praying for the black woman and healing between uh, or no more understanding for the plight of black women in this country and as for kanye i'm I'm praying that he will seek help
1: That's yeah. what i'm praying for. yeah 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 yeah
0: that's what he needs
1: yeah <sighs> Because you, you just don't want to have that... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, last thing. You just don't want to have that talent go to waste. It's obviously something to offer. You don't want to get to the point where you're in a stray jacket and then they got to sedate you. Now you're, <laughs> now you're like half of a person. Did you ever play
0: Batman Arkham Asylum? No. Uh, do you know what Arkham Asylum is? Uh, no. In Batman, that's like where they... So whenever like Batman arrests somebody, they always send them... That's like their local prison in okay. Gotham. So that's where like they got the Joker and like... The Riddler and all these people. And I'm like, man, that's where
1: Kanye's going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's going to the Looney Bin soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Fine. And this Trump is just using that dude. But anyway, we can go to that later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, everybody,
0: this has been episode 13, the Saints and Sinners podcast. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Share the podcast with your friends and family. We'll talk to you later. Facts. You are dismissed. (laughs) Peace.
1: Peace.